Greetings, nerds. This is Dana Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont. And with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, Sarah. I, uh, just to go ahead and put the word out there as we were, like, talking in the pre-show. Yes, this is a spoiler podcast, so <laughs> you've been <laughs> warned. <laughs> right. This is a spoiler podcast because we watch things, and then for some odd reason, we like to record us talking about what we've watched. So, of course, we have to spoil the yeah. assumption is that other people have watched it. Now, what is not appreciated is when other people go on social media or YouTube and they think they're supporting the show by by alluding or not even alluding, outright saying things or direct messaging you what actually happens to characters who in House of Dragon, like Will and I are all in, people. Yeah. Yeah. You're all in. Do not freaking spoil this. Yep. <laughs> don't yep. do it. Yeah. Well, neither one of us have read the books. So don't spoil things. Even if you've had, if you've read the books and, you know, if you want to help us out by saying, oh yeah. And the episode that just aired this past week, there's a change, you know, they change things. Like for example, yeah. what happened to, you know, to an XYZ character, fine. But don't say what's going to happen in the future. If no, no, no. 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 we want to, we want to experience it for the first time when we see it on the TV. But enough of a rant. Because speaking of spoiler alerts, I have one that dropped today. <laughs> right? Yeah. We're, I mean, I just, I just like, I got upset today because I was on YouTube and I saw a thumbnail and people who make thumbnails. Be more smart, like just be smarter about it. Um, because even if you're doing a spoiler thing, like a spoiler podcast or anything, based on the images you put in that thumbnail, things will be spoiled for people who have not, like they're not clicking on your video. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, you are basically telling them what you're spoiling. So just cut that out. Yeah. Um, and, and that, I guess, I will like step off my soapbox, but yeah, you're right. We did get something else now. So for those of you who don't want to know anything about Black Adam or the DCU, I suggest like fast forwarding the next maybe 10 minutes, um, 10 to five minutes of discussion because we are going to talk about a major spoiler because frankly, I don't care about Black Adam spoilers. <laughs> I do care about House of Dragon spoilers, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same, <laughs> but, same, yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Will. I mean, this is your news item. All right, last, last warning. So here we go. So this morning, I, I clicked on Twitter, as I always do, and saw Henry Cavill trending. So I was like, hmm, I wonder what this could possibly be. That's never yeah. good. <laughs> That's never good. Yeah. Usually when someone's name is trending, many most sometimes it's not a, for a good reason. But this one was because uh, there was a fan. Apparently there was a fan screening. Rumor mm -hmm. has it in Mexico. And this is all a rumor. None of the trades have, have confirmed this at all. Mm -hmm. But the, at, at the fan screening, there is a post-credit scene with with Henry Cavill as Superman and his classic Man of Steel suit. Apparently the, the suit has been lightened a little bit, but it's the classic Man of Steel suit with John Williams' score from the 1978 
Superman, not Hans Zimmer score, uh, being confronted, Superman and Amanda Waller are confronting Black Adam in this post-credit screen. Hmm. So that's the that was the big thing that was the big rumor for today. Again, none of the uh, Hollywood Reporter, Deadline, none of, Variety, none of those folks have confirmed it. I did read an article in in the direct, which which has a mix of both rumor and confirmed stuff that that did share this story as well. I also saw where Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, uh, had pushed for Superman to be in Black Adam. And, and of course, The Rock being the bankable star that he is and th- that this has been a passion project of his for like, you know, as long as we've all been alive, um, really pushed for that. So apparently, if this rumor is true, we will see the man is still in Black Adam. For about like 30 seconds. And yeah. then it'll take another decade for Black Adam 2 to get made because it took over yeah. a decade for Black <laughs> Adam 1 to get made. And then yeah. we'll see him for maybe a minute because, correct me if I'm wrong, but the true like hero villain dynamic is between Black Adam and Shazam, correct? That's correct. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I get it, but. It's also, it's kind of annoying the more I think about this, where it's like, why are we so, like, let Henry Cavill go. <laughs> let <laughs> go, people. Why why are we wanting people who we love, actors who we love, want to stay in this universe that is crumbling around them? I mean, remember when everyone was so excited about Michael Keaton coming back mm-hmm. to the Flash movie? Oh, my God. So, yeah. I'm just... Yeah. And Ben like, Affleck, yeah, and you know, showing up with the photo with Jason Momoa for Aquaman. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. Um, I mean, I did. I I, I it's funny. I, I was uh, watching um, a pod John Campia today. He happened to talk about this story, and uh, he had noted again. Spoiler alert! If you're still with us. Uh, if you haven't seen DC Super Pets, which actually I almost I almost watched the other night, but uh, I was tired, so I did I did not start it. But apparently there is a scene with uh, Black Adam and Superman, and and as a part of the I think end of uh, end credits in, in DC Super Pets. Mm-hmm. So um, so that you know so there's things out there, and of course we all remember the how Deadline did put out the rumor that. Black that Henry Cavill was going to show up as part of the Black Adam DC set at uh, San Diego Comic Con this summer, and then of course that did not happen, and so you know there was a lot of disappointment on that. So I mean, there's been a lot of smoke on this, and 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 you know, and, and to be fair, I mean, Superman did, even though it wasn't Henry Cavill, but at least from chest down, did appear in Shazam. So so there's Superman's been around. It's just obviously. Henry hasn't been around, so uh, right. yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. How it, it's not gonna make me rush out to see it any sooner, but I just I'll still watch the film. But you know, uh, it's not gonna make me like, oh, I gotta go see it open a weekend now to confirm this rumor. I mean, if, it, if the rumor is true, you know, we'll we'll all know about it opening weekend. Yeah, yeah. So so the spoiler is essentially we now know. 80% of what is going to occur in this movie as opposed to before when we knew 75% because they showed <laughs> in the trailers. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about it, and we're getting a lot of Hawkman and um, Pierce Brosnan's characters mm-hmm. in it mm-hmm. in the trailers, and Amanda Waller, of course. Yep. But those there's a few other characters in the Justice League that we're not seeing. Yeah. So either this is really good marketing for those, or they're not showing them because there is no standout part, and they're just like there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know? guess. Yeah, I guess Adam Smasher is really kind of, yeah. I mean, it's not like it's a clearly not a household name for many fans who know who don't know much about the Justice Society. And but the other they thing, know Noah Centineo. Right. Yeah. You may not know Adam Smasher, but you know, for for all y'all, to all the boys you love, which I watched the testing footage between him and Laura, Lana. Uh, no. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna get her name wrong. So LJ, okay. They I they, it's the cutest thing. It's mm. the cutest thing. I I couldn't believe it randomly popped popped up. But anyway, sorry to cut you off. But yeah. Oh no 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 no. Just, the one last yeah no no it's it's cool. I mean that's uh, really only last thing I had to say about the uh, about Black Adam is uh, one thing that did did indeed get confirmed is the runtime, which is two hours four minutes. So. Thank God it's short. Thank yeah. God it's yeah. short. Um, <laughs> all right. So that is the end of DC spoiler, even though they give away most of everything in the actual marketing of their movies. Um, we will move on to House of Dragon, where we will be spoiling the Driftmark episode. But we don't. I cannot stress this enough, because I swear to God, if anybody tells me what happens in the last episode... There will be a red wedding. <laughs> I, will, I, I for freaking eye. Yeah. <laughs> no. Stay your head. Yeah, yeah. No Damon stepping in, right? <laughs> so, Driftmark. This episode um, had a lot of the elements that I think I was. I was. Um, was lacking from last week's episode where um, this, I mean, you, you refer to the slow burn all the time in terms of seasons. This episode was a slow burn of tension, just Mm -hmm. building and building in the most unnerving way. And, and I was thinking why it was so unnerving and it's because the real violence in the episode occurs between children. Mm, mm-hmm. And we're starting to see how the parents' issues are are going are are corrupting them and their relationships. And um like we we were talking before about how these characters like yeah, you want to root against Damon, but you also understand where Damon's coming from, or you want to like choose between Alicent or Renera, but you can see both sides because these are three-dimensional characters, and now even their children are that way, which is a little bit unsettling because <laughs> I don't know <laughs> for some reason I I I like I don't have a kid, but. I like that was just an uncomfortable scene for me. And then it got even I got even more uncomfortable when the punishment discussion was held, as I like Mm -hmm. to call it. Mm -hmm. Um, But this played out 
so beautifully because we start with the funeral and it is just awkward and quiet and um somber and it's it's just this weird mood but i love when these episodes start with a very long extended opening um because for some reason that tends to set the tone and allows for um a climactic scene to occur at the end of the episode for me that just is a satisfying arc for a single hour of television but what are your thoughts will yeah i that very similar thoughts the um the the beginning episode of the episode with the funeral I i was really like what it what's going to going on here and and it was mm-hmm. you know, all the you know you had the, all the key players there and the the awkward like you said the awkwardness the but even with all the awkwardness the the the, the posturing that was yeah. going on as well because um you had you know corliss you know it's a you know it's a you know valerian funeral so it's just you know the valerian house uh valerian is of, of the sea so mm-hmm. you know it's different from how you know house targaryen where you know where the dragon burns the you know the fire here you know it's a burial at sea you had the establishing shot of Otto returning and he's the, you know he's the hand again i mean they didn't need any exposition it was just like we're gonna just we'll just have that one moment of Otto just adjusting his cloak and seeing the seeing the badge of office Right. And and you know, and you're like, hmm, okay. We we see he's back in the fold. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Damon's demeanor throughout the the whole this the ep- the, the 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 experience because you know, and even like Matt Smith talked about uh, the, the 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 pivotal scene at the end of the episode about Damon leaning, but even yes. at the funeral, he was also sometimes leaning on the on the on the wall there as far as the overlook. And just sort of, you know, looking at the looking at the audience at, at the at the funeral, and you know, and he had that laugh when um, when I think I think the priest blood, whoever, sticks, blood sticks together. Yeah, um, yeah, at that moment, and it was like that laugh had so many levels to it. Mm-hmm. As far as like the absurdity of the moment, you know the absurdity of all the posturing that is going on uh because you, know, you know i think on some level he 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 had feelings for Lena. i mean clearly more so than his first wife but it wasn't like you know it wasn't like that passion that he has for the crown or the iron throne or or, or renera so well, they they were happy enough yeah yeah they yeah they made it work they made it they work made it work you you love and you you lose and and I think I think what we're what we saw in Damon at the start of the episode was just someone who has lost a lot mm-hmm. and um and now what does he do like where does he I think he was I think he was lost in both this episode and last week's episode but in very different ways yeah. because Lena at least could keep him grounded and like. Mm-hmm. No, this is your family. You're like it was a solid foundation for something. He wasn't sure what exactly. He was trying to figure that out. But now he's a bit more untethered. Um, 
and and unfortunately the the uh the untetheredness could only last so long when all of his family drama and her <laughs> is suddenly in a single castle for i don't know a day yeah. um which which is was way too long because yeah man you you're you're putting all of these characters who have spent so much time putting space between one another mm-hmm. now they're all having to be in one place um for a for a mourning period and suddenly the mourning period lasts for maybe the length of her coffin going into the sea yeah. And then politics happens yep. and yeah. lines are certainly drawn. But um, to go back to what you're saying about Coralis, I I liked his Coralis. I I really like him. Him and his wife are always really interesting to me because I can tell they love each other. Mm-hmm. Um, they have like great respect for one another, mm-hmm. but they are always fighting about the same issue. Um, every time we see them and, um, what I found more interesting than their one-on-one conversation about, well, now, now we should like when, when she comes in is like, okay, so we need to give Driftmark to the actual heirs, (laughs) the (laughs) biological heirs. Um, I, I liked his conversation with his Mm. quote unquote grandson where he's talking about like Driftmark and this is your yeah. birthright. And then the, the kid, like, he ain't stupid. And he just said, well, I don't want it because if I have it, then that means y'all are dead. Yeah. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> that? It's like, yes, that's exactly how you should respond. That is a normal, very mm-hmm. wise thing to say, especially at a funeral of someone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I was thinking of that when we were talking about the children because of all the posturing and all the parent stuff that was going on, you you saw it getting passed to the next generation because, as as you noted, uh, his grandson's like, you know, you all will be gone. And then, um, you know, uh, Aegon and Aemon were, and their sister, you know, their their discussion because, you know, she was, their little sister was like, you know, she was, playing with the with the spider and you know the spider had the i think red and black green and black le- uh, legs and stuff and so um and, and and so of course you know of course that's the colors of the of the two you know to the two families and mm-hmm. and and then you know they're having that conversation about you know, well you know i'm gonna do the whole duty thing again and like you know she's been thrown to 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 one of the brothers and and then, of course, the awkwardness of of Rhaenyra's. Well, is she betrothed, or that that hasn't happened, right? Or I don't think. Well, I think to the was it was she betrothed to the oldest? Because it's Aemon and Aegon. I didn't think that they did it. Okay. They they I think that's right. That's yeah, right. they were they were talking about hypothetically. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and um, Aemon is the one who. Which I, I think he just takes after his uncle mm-hmm. and is is very solid and no, this is my this is my um duty. If 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 mother chooses that, which I, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. He said mother, if mm-hmm. mother decides, not father. 
Yeah. Because I think the kids are even like, dude, you ain't going to yeah. last too much. <laughs> He's not going to last too long. At pretty much at this point, Viserys is just a puppet. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, just, a very, a very well utilized puppet. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that conversation because the more I think about that scene between those brothers, the more they are like history is repeating with the Targaryens because mm-hmm. um, as, as annoying as Aegon is, he takes off after Viserys. Mm-hmm. Like he, even though he's the one who like would would be next in line to the throne if it wasn't for Rhaenyra, based on that conversation, you can tell he leans more towards. But that's my sister. Why the heck would I want to marry her? <laughs> like it's not so much about that responsibility and that duty. Well, Amen, very different, very calculated. Yeah already you you can tell and i think they did that again to allude to the events that occur later on in this episode but he he is i think he takes after damon so you see these two brothers um the new generation of the targaryens reflect um the the previous ones and we've seen how well that brotherly relationship has worked out yeah that was another thing too like how, you know, Viserys, I'm glad you brought that up because Viserys still, after all of what has transpired, is still trying to, uh, you know, maybe because he is in his twilight years and he knows the end is a lot closer to to to, to come. And he's just still trying to reach out to Damon and repair that relationship. And and, and maybe it's because he, he does, in some, you know, he maybe does feel like alone because you know, you, even though he's reinstated Otto in his position, you know, he 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 was he did have a moment of clarity where he saw where Otto and Alicent maneuvered to get to this place of power, and 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 so it was kind of like this is my life. You know, my days are numbered. Damon, let's, right. let's 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 just for 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 whatever time we have I have left on this in Westeros, let's make things make things right for us. Right. Um, okay. his, yeah, so, yeah. Days are numbered, and Renera's days. Well, we don't know. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, we yeah. Do, we do not know that she she uh, <clears throat> she also. She did. She didn't say anything. I don't think really at all during that whole scene. But she gave a lot of looks, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of, of looks at people. Yeah. Um, especially her uncle. Mm-hmm. And and we knew we knew that there were they were gonna like kiss. Um, but I was not expecting them to actually have sex. Was not expecting that. Um, but but they do, and and their conversation was interesting. Um, just given the fact that she felt betrayed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what? It's been over 10 years since the events of the Green Wedding, as mm-hmm. fans have referred to it as. Um, and that's, that is arguably the last time she saw him, even though they were both married to a set of twins. <laughs> so so i don't know it was just interesting where through this awkward tension of the funeral and all of the whispering and the events of the previous episode you can tell that um rainera was also 
feeling like I need a lifeboat here. I yeah. am, my boat is sinking. I am losing allies. I, I didn't think this through, but now I have these three boys to protect and I can't do that without being, um, reasserting myself as the true heir and like solidifying that. So, so instead of it being Damon who tries to persuade her, she, it's about her trying to convince him that they should get married. Yeah. And um, strengthen their their stronghold as the uh, strengthen their line of succession and all of that, um, which does end up happening. Um, but but that's just Renera's side. Like there's also this brewing tension with Allison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah. I I... Your turn, Will. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's fine. I was just, I was letting you finish your thought. Yeah, the, um, you, you know, as we transition out of the, out of the funeral, and you know, of course, there was Lenor, you know, mourning his sister in the sea, and then Corliss's tipping of like, you know, again, tipping his hand with, with everybody knows what's going on here. Um, whenever he tells Cor- uh, uh, Sir Coral to go retrieve your patron. And then, you know, which does, you know, and then we, you know, we do get a couple other things to happen as far as, um, you know, like you, as you noted earlier, the conversation between uh, that evening between Corliss and Reese, uh, and the very like, you know, thinking about when we, to the issue of solidifying bonds and stuff, um, uh, the whole conversation about, you know, people will remember. You know, they won't remember her blood, but they'll remember her name. Mm-hmm. And and then we, you know, you do jump to the scene on the beach, and and Damon and Renera, you know, basically realizing that same thing. It's like, you know, we've got to solidify our bond here, and we got to solidify the Targaryen name because all these elements are coming to a head uh, as far as the, you know, the Greens turning and forcing the hand on on the Blacks. Mm-hmm. And 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 you know it's very interesting you know because when we whenever Damon and Renera had to run through town years ago, and you know he and they referenced that conversation and Damon rec- you know references like look you were a child at the time, and and now she's a woman and you know and and also thinking back back to the to the green wedding when. They they did have that moment right before all hell broke loose when Sir Christian like you know beat the sh- hell out of Joffrey, um, that they were finally you know that the you know those moments were always always there so it was just a matter of time for the timing to work out for them to like get together, and mm-hmm. now here you know now it was really a matter of just opportunity and the opportunity now has presented itself. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so, and then, and then, of course, further on in the episode, you know, we, we learned more, more opportunities present themselves for, the, for, for Damon and Renera, but, uh, yeah, but they consummated their, their relationship, and so, and so we, you know, as many people were like, you know, the ick factor of, of uncle and niece uh, getting together, they, they did, 
And, um, but, you know, there was a lot going on that night because, you know, we have a, hang on, yeah. like, yeah. So, so just, just on that note, before we get yeah. into Black vs. Green um, yeah. showdown, um, let's skip forward and talk about the last barrier they had to remove. Because <laughs> just when you think the episode is over, it is that plan of like, no, we need to get married. I'm I'm outnumbered here. I have no strength from Renera's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last person she has, like the last thing standing in her way is she's still married. Yeah. Um, neither of them want to be married. <laughs> to <you>. oh. <laughs> yeah. So so they do a they do a fake out, the producers, and they say, Okay, we're gonna make it look like um Damon is killing Lenor. Um, or having him killed, but it's all a plan to just have him disappear. Because, which, while it was happening, I was thinking, I'm like, Renera and him just had a really good conversation. Yeah. Why, why did they go this extreme? Like, this is weird to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that last shot, when you see that he's rowing the boat, you're like, got it. Yep. yep. Yeah. I don't know if this is going to work out, though. <laughs> <laughs> the way they were talking about, oh, yeah, we just need to have him die, and then our enemies will fear what we are capable of. I'm like, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like, yeah. you know. I don't, like, part of it is political favor with the people, and you two are uncle and niece, and. I mean, it, pretty compelling evidence that you had a hand in his the murder of her husband. So I don't know if this is going to like good publicity. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I didn't think that went quite all the way through. Yeah. And also, because also like, you know, because they, Corliss and, and her aunt just had just lost their one child. Seriously. <laughs> and then, and then all of, all of the kingdom is going to suspect that Damon killed another their one? son their, their their remaining their remaining child. How could this possibly go well? I mean, and especially given that I mean Corliss isn't, you know, clearly again goes back to the speech. For him, it's all about legacy. So I guess for him, maybe if that 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 drive of legacy will override the fact that, and on top of having these bastard kids, now I have, you know, the murder, the, 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 the facilitator of the murder of my son <laughs> in, in my, in, 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 you know, as the possible heir to the throne, you know, as part of the, you know, lineage to the throne, line to the throne. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, yeah. It's just like, they didn't think all this way through now, but I think, Given what Coral has said, and especially given, as, as you noted, their, you know, their relationship is one of the few relationships on this show that seems to be the most genuine and has general love and respect for one another. Yeah. So, but, then, but then, you know, I do think about that scene, how she cast his hand away whenever they were sitting there talking that night. Well, grief often. And grief. Yeah. So, yeah. So there's that, there's that element to it. But I think at the end of the day, they will, they, you know, they will. I think they will still continue to back Renera because, um, because you know, going back to the very beginning of of this of this show, I mean, the 
Otto and 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 Corliss did not like each other. <laughs> so, and he saw Corliss saw what was going on with Otto. So, I, I think that will trump whatever other feelings that he may have. Yeah, yeah, maybe we will see. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so to go back to the night and the children's square dime. Down. I'm just going to run through this part real quickly. The, the essentially the igniting thing incident, igniting incident is Amen um, becomes the writer of Lena's dragon. Yep. Um, and makes Vigar. Yep. 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 The largest dragon there is. Take note yep. of that. Um, and then is is met when he lands with his cousins. Um, and it, it turns into a shouting match and a fight. And, um, well, Eamon, he, he's small and scrawny, but he's not that small and scrawny compared to these kids. Um, it's pretty brutal. Yeah, it <laughs> pretty is. Pretty brutal fight. Um, but luckily, there's some sand in the eye, and then there's a stab, and he loses an eye, which leads to the confrontation that... We've all been waiting for. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I see. <laughs> because you got blacks on the one side and the greens on the other side. You got Renera, like comforting her children, who who are also a little bit scratched up too. But but all Allison sees is her son sitting there without an eye, um, and and Viserys, who, I mean. We're talking about his son and mm-hmm. his great grandsons, because even though they are not Valerian, they're still Targaryens, so they're still yeah. his blood, regardless. Yeah, they're grandsons. Yeah, his grandsons. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Regular, yeah, yeah, this is grandsons. Yeah. And they're Renera's kid. Then yep. Renera, like he is, like that is his firstborn. That is his first priority. Um above all else and Allison mm-hmm. knows that but man that poor poor Allison like I felt for her but I was also having witnessed the fight I was also like Amen deserved it yeah yeah <laughs> deserved it yeah, like yeah. come on this is pretty yeah. smug over there like these are little kids and he's over there about to choke like what if he had killed one of them would you yeah. be saying a death for a death <laughs> like yeah. No. So, yeah. but, but, but I also like, this is why I love the show so much is that in this, in this whole battle, I see all the points. Um, mm-hmm. they, they do make it more, they make it more. And just because of the way the fight went down, you know, that really the kids shouldn't be punished too extreme. Um, but but she goes for the eye. Um, um, Renera protects them, and I think I don't know if people were confused by this, but to me it was very obvious. Damon, he was a spectator during this whole conversation. Yep. Um, the only reason why he stopped Sir Cole is because he wanted Renera and and Allison to come to face to face like that. Mm-hmm. He he wanted that to happen. Um, and, and for this to fully play out with no interference. So I think, I think a lot of people who were holding people back during that, it was about like, no, 
<laughs> you got the queen on one one side of this. You have the heir to the throne on the other. You you can't touch either one of them. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> plus plus, and I'll, and I'll just say that based on the times, like we're also talking about two women, and men should not get in, involved with women fighting like that. So um, especially if it's physical, but. Um, it leads to some bloodshed, and Renera says to her, finally, they get to see who you really are. Uh, yeah. What did you make of that moment, Will? Oh, there's a couple things about that moment. So, one, I have to go back to the funeral uh, and bring in Viserys again, because to your point, he, you know, at the end of the day, you know, he, he was, um, it was kind of telegraphed in the sense that he was he's always going to side with Renera. And you know, for a couple of things. One, you know, way back at the at the beginning of the episode at the funeral, whenever he did retire at the end of the day, you know, as he was going, saying goodnight and saying his goodbyes, he you know, he called Allison Emma. Yep. And so, you know, so he, you know, so again. You know, that sort of set the stage for like when we get to the end there, whenever Allison was demanding an eye for an eye, literally. <laughs> Truly. Yeah, he, you know, and, and when he was like, let's, I don't, you know, I'm sick of this. Y'all just need to just chill the fuck out and just, let's just go, let's just be done with all this nonsense. And she kept pushing and kept pushing. You know, he's like, no, you know, again. Renera is my Renera is the heir to the throne, and also she is the only survivor of my first my first wife, my first love, and Allison is just basically a vessel. And you know, and as far as the see who what you really are, you know, again, this goes back to the and this is how I love how the show just ties all these threads together because it goes back to the thread of Otto and and then Allison maybe at the beginning was. You know, and then maybe she didn't, wasn't fully aware because of her naivety or whatever, of being manipulated by Otto to when when Emma died to. No, she knew that. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, she knew what she was doing. She knew what she was doing. She she knew that, but I think I think what you're getting at is yeah. what we were talking about last week with um, when she realizes what uh, Lord Strong did for her mm -hmm. and her how she technically was the mastermind behind that whole plan yeah. to kill those people yeah. and and it and she looked distraught in my opinion she looked mm -hmm. distraught at the end of this episode because i don't think i think what renera was really saying was like you realize now that like not only they can see who you are but this is you this is mm -hmm. what this position and this power and this duty and this grudge has done to you. And you've now become the villain yeah. in, in Renera's story. And, and I think like, this is one step further to her looking in the mirror and seeing that where she can stand behind, like I was protecting my son and all of that, but I mean, an eye for an eye, but at the end of the day, all Allison sees now when she looks at Renera is the person who will likely kill my sons mm -hmm. when she yeah. gets power. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Because that like, goes back to last week's episode. You're yeah. right because she she talks about that. Yeah, right, right. That's 
And that's all Otto and them are telling her. And so, mm-hmm. again, it's feeding into this distrust and leading to this, this destruction um, between these two girls who at the very beginning were the best of friends and yeah. allies. Um, yeah. And at the end of the day, yeah. And I guess at the end of the day, I guess Renera feels, you know, because even though Allison thinks she was the one that was portrayed because of the, the incident with, with Circle and Damon from, you know, before right. without that, that. Renero lied to her, but actually, you know, this this whole thing predates it because Renero feels like, you know, you stabbed me in the back first by like marrying my father. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. Like you, you guys were your father was already pulling that string long before I ever did. So yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 really it was it was just a solid episode all around. Mm-hmm. Um with just the right amount of tension and pace. Um, I still don't think this plan is going to work out successfully. No. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm full steam ahead for the next few episodes. I'm so yeah, it's hard to be- yeah, it's hard to believe. We're almost like, we have three left. It is, but it isn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, but I don't want it to end. Just like, because I don't even, they're not even gonna start filming season two until next year. <laughs> oh yeah, like I don't want it to end, but I really want to know what happens. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> just, same. Same. Like I just want to get through this, and then. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. All right. So on that note, we do have two other shows to talk about, and um. I want to keep things positive and talking about knowing what happens. Um, before I could watch She-Hulk today, everyone was like, oh, Daredevil's in it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I well, knew it was coming. Yeah. But I just, I wanted, I wanted to be, but whatever. Overall, this is the best episode of the season. Yeah, by far. And, and I was thinking about it. I was thinking about all of our conversations we've had over the last eight weeks about She-Hulk and how it started off so strong mm-hmm. and and the highs and lows of the season. And She-Hulk is mirroring what happened to Hulk in the Avengers series. Hear me out, guys. He's okay. one of the Avengers who, if you rem- if you don't count Incredible Hulk, because he literally was a different person in that movie we don't have a standalone film with mark ruffalo as hulk because the way they introduced that character in that version of bruce banner was through an ensemble cat ensemble cast of superheroes who we (laughs) do know because for whatever reason in this universe he works really well as as kind of like not the sidekick but just just to to bounce other personalities off of and i was thinking about she-hulk this season the best episodes have always featured a major hero from the movies we already know like you have you have bruce in the first i think two episodes and then bring in wong and madison who i know is not a superhero but come on maddie and wongers (laughs) for the win (laughs) and now you've got daredevil which just Matt Murdock just brought new life to this character. We finally got a good courtroom scene. Oh, yeah. And we only got a good courtroom scene because the 
they both are intelligent lawyers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. All of the other courtroom scenes have been stupid because there hasn't really been a good back and forth between the lawyers. Yep. Um, I don't know why they did it that way, but they just did that way because they wanted the the plaintiffs and defendants to represent or whatever. It's yeah. just you felt more like, no, if Jennifer is so good at be at the law, she should be up against a worthy opponent. Um, like I prefer that scene more than I pr than the actual showdown between Daredevil and She Hulk. Yeah, I did too. Like, yeah. 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 So yeah, overall, um, and I'm also like Charlie Cox is so good as Daredevil. I just love him. Um and and yeah, I mean, Will, you haven't watched Daredevil, but what did you think of this episode and Charlie Cox's version of Daredevil? I messaged you earlier today. Where where has this been? <laughs> Technically, he's been in New York City. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know, but just generally, like, I, you're right. I mean, I can't say it much better than you how you summed it up. I mean, this show does work better as when she has a a a strong supporting character to play off of, and. And also, I think it was just a balance. I mean, you know, what, we, what we've talked about, I mean, there were, you know, there were the laugh out loud moments in this episode. I mean, the walk of shame. I mean, <laughs> Love it. that was awesome. Uh, you know, who, you know, because and, 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 and not only that, but just, uh, you know, and I think there were just more related, you know, the things, you know, she, the, the you know, we went on and on with her about this, the self-confidence and the and and other things and and you know I, i'm glad even though it was a dog of an episode you know the retreat we we you know they closed that arc and then now uh she is f moving forward with her life um but you know the, having the the strong character like for example matt pointing out to her that she has a unique ability with both hats to make a positive impact. She can make mm -hmm. a positive impact in the courtroom as Jennifer Walters. When, when, you know, if the, you know, when the law works to, to our benefit or when the law fails to do what it's supposed to do, she can do it as a superhero as she Hulk. Right. And so, you know, you know, to your point about banner, I mean, it was the same, you know, what well, he was trying, you know, I think, well, I think he was trying to tell her way back at the beginning whenever he was training her, but Matt just did a so much better job of like really bringing that into focus. Yeah. And, and so this episode, yeah, I mean, even even if you know, even things like little small details, like like the bar being named Legal Ease, I was just like, ah, you know, just that, and also the fourth wall breaking. I mean, this this was like. 100 out of 100 fourth wall break in this episode that where it really did work and it worked how it should yeah it it also i think it was just really at the at the end where we got a we didn't just get a fourth wall but we had an extended good five minute scene with her breaking the fourth wall kind of reminding us oh we still have to go to the gala which likely will lead to something happening we'll see if it's a surprise um, or she'll just get fridged. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, that's a great line. Yeah. Which, 
I mean, to go back to your point about this show, this episode was just very well balanced. Not only did it have the comedic moments, the right character interaction, but also it ended very, very poignantly. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, and I wasn't expecting this. I didn't even think about like, like we knew that he scanned her phone at the end of the episode. Yeah. We did not see what they did not show is that he also taped them having sex. Yeah, the revenge porn thing angle was, yeah, did not see that coming. The slut shaming. Yeah. And 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 that to end already there they they did a good job kind of guiding the viewer to like this is going to end badly but in a way that you weren't expecting. Um, when, when she goes up to get her award and suddenly they call off, like, any female lawyer in this room, please stand up to get your award <laughs> for yeah. just being a female lawyer. So now tell us, how does this feel? Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that moment reminded me, and I don't know if I talked about this show last week or not, but, um, Netflix has a show called Partner Track. No, no, you didn't. So I watched it um, a few weeks ago. Um, it's advertised as a romantic comedy, like very similar to Emily in Paris, mm-hmm. um, which 75% of it is. But they explore workplace sexual harassment and racism mm. very smartly, mm. very intelligently. Um, it's, it's very complex with the characters and, and there is a similar moment in that show where this female Asian female lawyer gets an award and it's like the first question. So how does it feel to be Asian and female (laughs) and a lawyer? (laughs) Like, why can't we just be called lawyers? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) so, I mean, I just. I, I liked how we we've talked about this when there were strong episodes of the show, like the balance to make a comedy work is you, you have to have this, these poignant dramatic moments that, that hit because of the comedy that you've, you've been playing around with. Like, Nothing, none of these events fell out of context of the, in the world that they've been Mm -hmm. building, um, which I really like. I mean, I, I think this show would have been stronger had it been released all at once, just because of how things are playing out. I mean, Mm -hmm. I wasn't honestly expecting the streams, the, um, Luke to come back and, (laughs) um, but but now I understand why, and I understand, well, why didn't I expect that? So I'm kind of mad at myself. Um, but, yeah, overall, good episode. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 have, I have strong hope that they're going to actually land the, um, the ending. Yeah, yeah. If they do the things they did in this penultimate episode, because, again, you know, I didn't watch, so, I, you know, I wasn't like, since I hadn't watched the Netflix show, you know, Daredevil thing for me, really, it didn't move the needle for me one way or another, because honestly, I was, after last week, as you, as everyone knows, I was pretty close to belling. So whatever thing they 
whatever spoilers I saw today, I was kind of like, eh, <laughs> you know, yeah. but, 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 you know, the, the, the real big thing that I did not get spoiled on was the ending. And I'm so glad now that I, that I did not get spoiled by the ending because, yeah. um, that to me, that was really, you know, the real, th- you know, one of the things that going back to the beginning of the series, what she talked to Bruce about was remaining in control, you know, I'm a woman, you know, she basically is like, look, as a woman, I'm dealing with all these, you know, all the misogyny, et cetera, every single day. I don't lose control. But the the thing that happened to her and the violation that happened to her is what did ultimately push her over that edge and, 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 and and anybody in that situation would have gotten pushed over the edge. Right. And, um, and, and, and I think it was very, I mean, even though the journey to get to this episode was very rough and rocky it now in hindsight, (laughs) I have to say, you know, we, we had, you know, we, we had to go through the goofiness and all that kind of stuff to, to, for this moment to really, to really matter. Right. And have the right stakes. Which is, which is good and bad because like, you don't want to like, Oh man, I just hope that gets better. I just a week after a week. Um, you don't want to get to that point, but at the same time, it's like, man, I might end up rewatching this <laughs> all at once, <laughs> just seeing how that works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's a rewatchability. Yeah, so, to that, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, we are going to okay. talk about the latest episode of Andor. Um, I like this episode. I thought this is solid. I, I, while watching it. Um, it's probably the most, like, I was focused, Will. You would be very yeah. proud during this I'm episode. very proud. I could tell, I could tell by your notes. I was like, you're, you're, you, you I, I was smiling when I got to run down the day because I was like, oh, yeah, Sarah, Sarah was locked in on this one. <laughs> I well, can tell you like it. <laughs> I, I've been trying out this new thing for, like, the past few months where I watch the episodes and then later do my notes. Yeah. Because I, I've realized that it's more distracting for me. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'll tend to listen to somebody else, like, go through the events. <laughs> and I'll be like, no, <laughs> I'm writing my notes. Trying mm-hmm. to have a fresh, or remembering thoughts that I had during it. Um, yeah. Unless something really stands out. But um, I, this episode, I was not expecting for us to get this episode. Because to me... Like we talked before, the first three episodes, that's one episode that they, for some weird reason, decided to chop up but drop all at once. And it sounds like last week's episode, this week, and next week's three-episode arc um, with this big raid. And hopefully, I don't know how much more I can take of this building, this big moment. I'm like, okay, there. <laughs> the raid's happening next week. Yeah. Right. We're, we're, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I think it was impactful and important because we just met all of these characters. Mm-hmm. And 
in the woods, I'm talking about Cassian um, and his crew and the rebels. And, and so this episode allowed us to understand them more because clearly one or two of them is going to die next week. And so I have yep. to be invested in them emotionally mm-hmm. and their cause and everything. So, so I liked that, but I also like the balance of, it's not just about their motivations or the tension there, but Luthen and Luthen is the mastermind and has put these pieces together and tomorrow it's either going to work or they're all dead. And, and Mm -hmm. he's like the parent who has to let the kid go (laughs) and you're like, no, (laughs) I don't. (laughs) And, and also it was interesting to hear him talk about, the gamble he's kind of taken with Cassian, which previously it seemed like he knew exactly what he was doing, but now that uncertainty. But again, of course there's uncertainty because he 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 can only protect so many people. Um right. and 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 then we get more with Mama, but my favorite character, uh, Mr. Cyril Crown. Um, he's my favorite character because he's the only character in Star Wars that I know has some serious mommy issues. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and I like that because yeah. I'm tired of the father issues in Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> True. I mean, I know Kylo had some issues with Leia, but come on. He had yeah. more issues with Han. He literally killed Han. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just... I, I I I like that Cassian still he, he there there's something about him where again I'm finding I like more of the characters around him or I find them more interesting than Cassian himself. Mm. Like I'm more interested to understand how did Luthen ever find out about him. What mm-hmm. was his original intention? Where is where is Luthen and Cassian going? As opposed to where's Cassian going? Maybe that's because I already know what happens at the end of Cassian's story in the far future. But I don't know. It's just it's not, and this is nothing to do with the actor. Um, I think he's doing a good job. I just I don't know. It's you know. I think yeah. When you say, yeah, as, when you say it, you know, I'm thinking more and more now because that's the intention. Mm-hmm. It's you know, yes, the show's name Andor. Yes, it is. You know, to to borrow from She-Hulk, it is my show. But at the end of the day, as we were just talking with She-Hulk, what makes these, what made this episode really stand out was, as you just said, learning about scheme. Learning about the kid, the true believer, learning about all the other other characters around him, because what those I think that what since as you as you noted, we know his his end game with what happens to right. him in Rogue One. So I think all these experiences and all these other members of the rebellion that he is encountering and learning these lessons about it. I think it's 
I think Cassian is a, I think it's an intentional thing for him to be more in, I won't say in the background, but not even, but not necessarily be the center of, of every, you know, he is the center of the sense that like, for example, this week, you know, he called up, you know, he called out the fact that, yes, I'm, you guys are scared, but don't use me as a scapegoat because, you know, you're trying to figure out a way to back out of this thing. Yeah. You know, no, so, but. It, I, I think you're right. It's intentional for him. He's the pawn. Yeah. And see, this is again why you just shouldn't air your shows while House of Dragon is going on because I'm used to playing with queens and kings <laughs> not not the pawns and so now we have a care but i do i do really like like casting was arguably my favorite character in rogue one mm-hmm. so i i went in a series looking forward to it looking like okay um and and maybe we'll get it more with season two yeah yeah because it'll be closer to that and and i think he his um He'll, he'll, his motivations, like right now, it's not just about like how the rebellion began and all this stuff. It's more about like, how did Cassian get, get into the rebellion and, and really affirm there because yeah, he's been doing things, um, stealing things, which on that note, I just had this come in my mind. Don't forget when we first meet him in this episode, in, um, this series, He's looking for his sister. Mm-hmm. So the question is, when will that resurface? Yeah, yeah. Turn it out there. Um, I mean, I know we got we got Cassian's sister, and then we got this weird Uncle Harlow for Kron, Cyril, mm-hmm. who's like, okay, who's that guy, and what will happen? And man, was that <laughs> all I could think about was <laughs> Obi Wan during that one scene with with uh surreal where he's looking at andor's hologram (laughs) yeah (laughs) because there's just a lot of holograms in star wars yeah Yeah. the one that got away yeah but (laughs) the one who got away (laughs) (laughs) but that's but that that, i love it yeah yeah but that's gonna leave but you know but to your point i mean you know with cyril i mean we keep wondering when he he and dedra is gonna when when are they gonna be in coruscant because She's obsessed. I love the way they're, you know, like we were talking too, like with the with the with the Imperial Security Bureau and the the, the bureaucracy and 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 you know and putting the puzzle pieces together because she's like, you know, Lieutenant Blevin is back on Ferrex and like setting up his little his little fiefdom there as far as. You know, setting up a regional office and building his, you know, getting his little soldiers in place. And I'm, you know, and and then she's like back on Coruscant, like seeing how all these movements are like going on. And like, you know, of course, they did all the name drops of all the planets in, in the Star Wars universe that we will ultimately, you know, we'll see down the road, you know, Jakku and others. Um, Kessel, you know, the, you know, tie back into Han Solo. Just remind you, yes, this is still Star Wars. And and, and and you know she and her her, her partner there at, at the office and popping pills and 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 trying to put together that puzzle and then and then and then we have Mamatha and her her struggles as rebellion. I mean, one of the things that you know 
all you know, the line one of the lines that stood out to me was like you know every you know everyone's you know dealing with their own rebellion and, and and their motivations and stuff and i think that's what made this episode so rich for me was all these different motivations driving these people to like do whatever thing that they're they're focused on or and, or yeah. i think um i'm glad you brought that up because what i wanted to point out about that is Again, the bad guys, arguably, not really that bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, if 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 you're if you, if you told me like again, he's my favorite character, so I'm gonna say it. Cyril yeah. is the lead of this show. Then suddenly, yeah, Andor is rightfully so. I mean, the guy had to go back and move in with mommy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He like it blew up in his face. You're telling me if if that didn't happen to you, that you wouldn't be looking longingly at a hologram every night, wanting your revenge, or Mm. um, the what is her name? Dorena. Uh, The Dedra. 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 Yeah. The the, yeah. yeah. Dedra. She's right. (laughs) (laughs) She's right. And the stupid, like, her leader won't listen to her, and her colleague is too competitive and mm-hmm. wants to be the perfect supervisor. It's, it's just, in a way, like, you kind of, it's not that you want, like, want her to figure it out, but you kind of want, like, she hasn't done anything yet mm-hmm. to Andor. She yeah. hasn't, like... I think I think what they're showing better in this show than I I would argue most of Star Wars as a whole mm-hmm. is how the Empire, yeah, that's the villain, but there are people in mm-hmm. that empire. People who are just doing their job or from their perspective, they're not the ones going and killing killing kids or right. Or taking, like, they are in charge of order and making, so, so it's a very, so, so we haven't been shown, like, the true villains, which I think is important, or not important, but I think makes for a stronger story. Yeah. Because we're, we're so used to that. Yep. Yeah, it is so, yeah, you're right. I mean, the, yeah, I mean, they're just carrying out the bureaucracy of the, the, of, of, of running running a vast galactic empire and their story you know and in, in their eyes we're just you're just doing our doing our job and 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 the rebels are the the foil and what we learned from skeen and others about what that type of bureaucracy is doing to people who are not falling in line or who have things that they want resources yeah yeah, to explore loss or because yeah because i mean like skiing i mean his motivate you know his revenge i mean you know the axe forgets but the tree well but the uh but the trees what's what's the um line from this episode the axe forgets but the tree remembers and and you know and he talks about like his the, the 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 pepper farm tree farm on his home world and and his, how his brother how the empire the prefect came in and you know murdered his brother and took all the lands and you know and of course when we see when we first see um 
you know, Cassian whenever he was a kid in the planet that he was on um, originally. And, you know, when the Separatists, you know, you saw the big mines dug out and stuff as far as the Empire just you know, doing their thing. And then, of course, the true believer, the kid, you know, as well as Bill's manifesto, which, you know, I think that that might be. I think he sadly is going to be one of the ones who's going to get uh, who may who may get killed next week. Um, you know, he has that. You know, the other um, line as far as the the pace of opposite of of oppression um, outstrips the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, but I mean, he has that. You know, it. You know, he, he just talks about how, how basically. You know, things evolved so quickly after the old Republic fell because uh, the Empire at this point is only like 15 years old. But, you know, you see like how, you know, in, in, in his just, you know, in his manifesto and then talking about like the star, the star chart thing with like the old gear that he just like, you know, uses to, to do things versus the, the newfangled easier product that the Empire has. I mean, you know, it's just like, see how quickly we just sort of like, oh, you know, we'll go to how easy it is to like buy the rhetoric and buy the buy the empire is a good thing for us all. And, you know, for at least for for, for much of the populace, like my mom's husband. I mean, he's just kind of fat and happy. He's like, you know, why rock the boat? We got it good. We got this dope, dope ass car that, you know, that, um, you know, that the life is good as a senator. <laughs> and right. and. And why, why, why will we rock the boat? And then, you know, her household, I mean, she's, you know, she's got a teenager who's just like, oh, mom, you're just showing appearances and stuff because, you know, you just, you're just another politician, you know, and, you know, and, 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 but, but then we, we know what Mon Martha has to, what, what she is sacrificing and, and what she may have, you know, whenever push comes to shove, whenever she's eventually probably exposed as a member of the, you know, either uh, as a member of the rebellion, what she's going to have to give up and what are her motivations as far as doing this? I mean, we got a little bit, but, you know, we're still learning about her. And, and, and that's what's so, that's why, you know, there was, other than the, the chill of the empire with the TIE fighter, like skimming down through the, in the valley there, um, there was really not much more action stuff. And then of course the, the, um, the lieutenant on that's part of the group uh on on the planet there uh helping out the the rebel group and mm-hmm. his motivations like you know he got you know he decided to become a rebel because it sounds like he got you know another imperial officer took his girlfriend so i mean it's just it's just a lot of this all these little elements like you said are, are things that make this episode so strong and also gives the stakes for going into next week uh, where we, you know, when when things do eventually go down and we lose, may lose some of these people, uh, we, it's just not like, you know, a forgettable like character that didn't didn't matter. It, you know, all these people do matter as far as this universe that they've built. Yeah, yeah, and they they have different motivations than what you would originally have expected. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, beyond the arc, beyond the archetypes that we've gotten so used to seeing in Star Wars. Yeah, definitely in Star Wars and in all things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true, yeah. All right, anything else before we head out? 
No, no. I think this, you know, this is a week where we were three and zero as far as content. I mean, it's it was a great week for 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 TV. Yes, and on that note, listeners, hey, I don't know if we will ever go back to Middle Earth. I'm just gonna be honest. Like, <laughs> you guys have to actually, I don't know, send us a message, and by us, I mean Will, but just let us know. If you're watching Rings of Power, and if we should go back, because originally our plan was to set up some rotation, but y'all, hopefully you listened to last time we covered Rings of Power. I was checked out. If if Will gets checked out, which he was, you know it's not good. (laughs) (laughs) So so if but but I also. If you guys want us to talk about it, I just want that feedback. Let us know if you're watching it, what's going on, like if we should return, um, and we might we might return in the future. But but we we do have a few shows that are ending within the next couple of weeks, so that will free up time. But yeah, just if anybody was curious about why we we stopped, um, just because when i literally can't remember anyone's name but gladriel like the show isn't working for me (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 i i agree if you if you want us to we will and we will get back to star girl and stuff but as sarah noted we we, there she hulk will end next week so that will been and um house of the dragon yeah Yeah, we have a plan we do have a plan so bear with us As we work through these things but we love hearing from you so let us know what you'd like for us to cover and on that note will why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you yes you can find me on twitter and send me messages uh on comments we made about things tonight and future things as well at will in polk w-i-l-l-m-p-o-l-k but don't send him spoilers <laughs> Yeah, appreciate the um, spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> please follow me on Twitter at SJ Belmont, S J B E L M O N T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Scene and Nerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and visit our website www.sceneandnerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome. Bye.